This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Postal Service's regulator is reviewing the agency's plans to consolidate its delivery network. The Secret Service has a new deputy director. And lawmakers are still trying to figure out what to do about the troubled rollout of the VA's new electronic health record. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Friday, April 21st, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Lawmakers are closing ranks on a bipartisan bill to fix the Department of Veterans Affairs' troubled rollout of a new electronic health record. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. House VA Committee Chairman Mike Bost and Ranking Member Mark Takano are introducing companion legislation to the EHR Program Reset Act led by Senate Democrats. The bill would prevent the VA from proceeding with the rollout of its new Oracle Cerner EHR until data from the five sites already using the system show improvement. The bill is led by Senate VA Committee Chairman John Tester and Senators Patty Murray and Sherrod Brown. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Defense Health Agency reaffirmed the award of the TRICARE Western Region Managed Care Support Contract to TriWest Health Alliance on Thursday after the award in December, losing bidder HealthNet Federal Services filed a protest asking DHA to reconsider. DHA upheld the award. HealthNet still has an opportunity to protest the award through the Government Accountability Office or the Court of Federal Claims. DHA awarded two managed care support contracts, one for the Western Region and one for the Eastern Region. Humana Government Business got the contract for the Eastern Region. Government-wide challenges are slowing progress on the Government Accountability Office's high-risk list. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. Cybersecurity and human capital management remain major risks for federal agencies. Both have been on GAO's list of troubled federal programs for more than 20 years. The latest addition to the list is the Federal Bureau of Prisons, where staffing and management have remained long-standing issues. Despite the challenges, agencies made more headway than usual. Overall, 16 of the 37 items on GAO's high-risk list improved, including health care at the Department of Veterans Affairs and the Postal Service. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Confusion about drug policies may be preventing younger people from sparking up a career in national security. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the latest. Many 18 to 30-year-olds have misconceptions about the government's policies around marijuana use and security clearance eligibility. That's according to the results of a survey published by Clearance Jobs yesterday. Nearly a quarter of all respondents incorrectly said that prior weed use would prevent them from getting a clearance. Current federal policy advises agencies to consider previous marijuana use as one factor, but not the sole disqualifying reason in deciding whether to grant a clearance. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Secret Service gets a familiar face to serve as its new number two. The agency announced that Ronald Rowe Jr. will start serving as its deputy director in the coming months. Rowe did serve alongside current Secret Service Director Kimberly Cheadle in a previous capacity. Rowe's experience at the Secret Service dates back to 1999. He's worked as Chief of Staff to former Director James M. Murray 
and is the Deputy Assistant Director of the Office of Protective Operations. Rowe will replace outgoing Deputy Director Farhan Paramore, who's retiring after more than three decades at the Secret Service. Agencies have new tips to try to strengthen their anti-harassment programs. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission's list of best practices includes, for example, creating and distributing an annual anti-harassment policy statement in the federal workplace. Agencies' anti-harassment programs should include neutral staff members who can act quickly on harassment allegations. Supervisors and managers should also create and monitor ways to prevent online harassment, including in remote work environments. The Postal Service's regulator is reviewing the agency's plans to consolidate its delivery network. The Postal Regulatory Commission is launching a public inquiry proceeding on USPS plans to build mail processing and delivery operations under one roof. USPS opened its first one-stop shop sorting and delivery center in Athens, Georgia in November 2022. The Postal Regulatory Commission is launching its inquiry to better understand how these sorting and delivery centers will impact USPS costs and performance. Guidelines developed by the staff of the U.S. Embassy in Rome to promote sustainable acquisition will now be used throughout the State Department. The staff came up with a roadmap for using vendors with eco-friendly certifications, mandates for low emissions and low waste disposal, and recycling plans. Agencies across the federal government have plans in the works to put value on sustainability for acquisition purposes, including using alternative fuel sources and green building practices. New training programs will teach acquisition officers how to develop requirements for sustainable procurement. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, April 21st, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.